everybody. I am live today with Bella, Isabella Rowland, but we all know her as Hella Bella. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. So for anyone who doesn't know, she has an amazing YouTube channel that I've followed for a long time. I think I started following you um, when I was doing FBA, I think. I don't oh, know. That's cool. That's <laughs> I never thought I would actually meet you. Oh, well, or talk cool. to you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've followed you a long time. And um, so she does everything from eBay, Amazon, FBA, Etsy, <laughs> Merch by Amazon, all the things. <laughs> yes, too many things. Too many. Uh, I'm very spread out. My efforts are a little bit here, a little bit there. But I think it's good because I don't have to worry if one thing collapses, like Merch by Amazon, for instance. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, I have something else to fall back on. And that's always been really important to me is like not over relying on one platform because, um, you know, I always hear about people getting their accounts banned and I'm like, oh, just imagine waking up and your source of income is gone. So that's why I try to keep everything in a little bit spread out. That is definitely not the way to go. I have not been great with that, but I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's start from the beginning. I know, um, first of all, you're still so young, but you already have 10 years of experience in e-commerce. <laughs> yeah, I was telling you before the show started, I, when I started selling on eBay, I was like 13 and I had to have my mom drive me to the post office to take my packages every day. So it's definitely been a long time in the, in the works and I still sell on eBay actually. I've done like, I think like 6,500 in sales in the last 90 days or so. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I started selling really young. I think I just realized like, oh, there's all this stuff around the house and it can, we can sell it online and, you know, it morphed into that. And I was doing Craigslist deals out of my yard, like when I was, couldn't even drive. And I'm like, in <laughs> retrospect, I'm like, that was a really bad idea. Like, I don't, I don't know how I didn't get kidnapped. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Craigslist is like a you always hear horror stories. I got pretty lucky with Craigslist, so I, I never had a horror story, but yeah. I haven't uh, used it in a while. Yeah, and I don't think it's really in the mix anymore. Like, people use Facebook Marketplace, right? So, which I like better. I think for bigger things, maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like I, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but anyway, so what do you think got you excited about selling in general, or like, did your parents or? any friends or how did you yeah, get um, excited to do that? I don't understand why this has always <laughs> been in me, but it has. Cause my parents are not entrepreneurial at all. Like I just feel like whenever I learned that you could make something and then people would pay you for it. I was like light bulb moment. Like, Oh, I need to do this. And it's just always been that way. Like my friend makes fun of me because she's like, you have sold everything. Like there's nothing that you haven't sold. Yeah. Like I think at one point I was selling like terrarium kits when I was like probably a teenager. And the terrarium kit was like a, like a frog or something that I had caught in my yard, but I had bought all the stuff to make the terrarium with. And I was like, oh she's like, oh. I was like, you're, you literally sold frogs. And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> that's, that's kind of embarrassing, but. Well, but I yeah. gotta say hi to BB Rose. She's my niece. So, oh, so Brianna, this is a good show for you. Cause uh, Bella started selling when she was about your age. So. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> there's, you know, there's not as many obstacles as you would think for young people to sell online. Like as long as their parents are okay with it, I don't see why not. I mean, it, yeah. you know, in it beats working at McDonald's or something for minimum wage. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's amazing. And I, I think that's common. A lot of entrepreneurs have sort of always been an entrepreneur. Like yeah. you always hear stories about the lemonade stands or, you know, different things that they were doing. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. And I think well, with me, it's interesting. Like I always wanted to start groups. <laughs> like, oh, really? oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of, that's cool. Like, yeah. I, I started like a little, uh, we call it the helping hands club. <laughs> it's like a group where we would help people like it was like that we would help people in the neighborhood and then um and then we would have like sales to make money so we would sell like cookies yeah. or lemonade and stuff like that and then we would use like once you help somebody you would get a point or something we had some kind of point system wow and then when we had enough points then we would go somewhere with the money we earned from the lemonade stand it's like the coolest nonprofit <laughs> i've ever heard <laughs> yep that's what it was. That's cool. So you get you like to like bring people together for like yeah. Yeah, that's that's really neat. I have a friend like that. She's big into like organizing things and planning and making a group mentality and like I could never do that. I would just be like, everyone show up on this time and hopefully <laughs> bring something, but if not, it's fine. Like yeah. that's, that's cool. Everyone yeah. has a different personality fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is funny when you're like, you start to see like how you were as a kid and you're like, oh yeah, I kind of do that now. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. well, anyway, well, I think it's so, so interesting and so neat. And so you've seen the whole progression of like eBay, Amazon, like how have you felt through all the changes like eBay and Amazon, they, they're always changing and, and in, in all the different Facebook groups and things, anytime there's a change, you hear all these people like, yeah so upset and like the end of the world yeah how have you stayed with it all this time and the way that I feel like I've stayed the course is like I just expect things to change like that's just the nature of life and I don't read a lot of Facebook groups because they're mostly negativity like some of them are really good but most of them are people who are looking for information that they probably could have found somewhere else like right. online and you know it's a lot of like pitchfork stuff of oh Amazon did this or eBay did this and they don't care about sellers and blah 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 so I just kind of look at it as like this is a part of my business that I can't control but I can adapt and so you know when like just now they're not allowing FBA shipment so I had to pivot and it turns out that pivoting was the best thing for my business like <laughs> my sales have like more than tripled because I started doing merchant fulfilled and I'm selling things that I probably would have never looked at in the store so you know you have to take the good with the bad there's always going to be something that is going on with Amazon or eBay or Etsy like it's just the nature of it well I think that is key and that's a great point that you brought up. Just you have to be resilient and change and pivot. I mean, that's one of the benefits of being an entrepreneur or being a sole proprietor or a small company, even if you have a couple employees, mm -hmm. you can pivot so easily. I mean, you can easily retrain yourself to do something slightly different. Right. Or if you have one employee, you know, train them. So I think that's one of the advantages and something that as entrepreneurs, we should embrace that we're able yeah. to adapt to change on a dime like you know yeah. next day you're all of a sudden doing merchant fulfilled like you yeah. can change things yeah. so fast suddenly i've had to order 500 poly bags and bubble mailers 
but you yeah. know, nobody, I don't have to get permission from anyone to do that. Like I've suddenly had to change everything, but there was no boss or anyone that I had to ask, like, can Bella sell on Merchant Fulfilled now? I just kind of do yeah. it. So that's kind of why I love being self-employed. Like there's a lot of not so great parts of being self-employed, but then there's a lot of pros, like the fact that I'm here at my house in the middle of the day, like I don't have to be anywhere. Like, yeah. So that's, that's one, that's a huge pro for me of being self-employed. Absolutely. Tell us about print on demand. You, you got started, I think you said 2017 with Merch by Amazon and yeah. So I started like everyone else with 10 slots and, <laughs> you know, 25 slots and 100 and then 500. And now I have like 4,000, I think. Mm -hmm. So and I don't have them all full, but I mean, I, it's been a really great income, you know, supplement for me and something that I've been working on since 2017. Um, I don't have any background in designing. I think like most people who sell on merch, I just kind of had to figure everything out and you know, once I did that and started learning how to crank out designs faster, um, it turned into a real business for me. And I, I really, you know, have appreciated having the access to sell on merch. I try to get my friends and family to do it and they won't do it. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing this show for two years and uh, the only person I've been able to get for my family to do it is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, drink the Kool-Aid, drink the Kool-Aid. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I started doing that and um, I would post little videos about what, you know, what I learned along the way. And I'm really glad that I did that because I look back on them and I'm like, oh my God, you like thought you knew something you didn't know anything. <laughs> but I think now is I've, I pretty consistently get like right now sales are slow like the last couple of months but I think pretty consistently like $350 a month in royalties and mm -hmm. then like, around fourth quarter like I think this year I did like 1200 in December which you yeah. know it's, it's a good little income for someone um especially if you're not working on it that much that's kind of how I'm tend to roll with it I yeah the designs up and then leave it alone um if I was more analytical I would probably see what sold and just make more of what was selling and I've done mm -hmm. that Past, but now I just kind of tend to leave it alone. Um, yeah, and that's well, you're doing so many other things. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's my biggest um, like I guess downfall is that I get too interested in things and I try yeah. to do too many things. And anyone who is entrepreneurial probably has the same like yeah. It's, it's a good thing too, though, because it 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 has you try lots of different things and all yeah. of those help you learn new things that you can apply to yeah. anytime there's a change you need to pivot now you have a lot of different knowledge you can use for sure like i was a realtor for like two years and i'm like why did you do that like i can't believe i did that sometimes um but i learned so much like i know way more than anyone should know about like the housing market and how to buy a house <laughs> and oh, i forgot you did that too yeah yeah so and oh but that literally translates into my businesses now, like everything, the negotiation, the planning, like the systems, like I think it's all anything you do in one area of life usually will bring you, you know, knowledge yeah. together. So but that's like Merch by Amazon. I started having. OK, so I have like three thousand designs on my laptop and I'm like what am I going to do with these? Cause these are like, these are valuable. I just don't know how to make money off of them besides merch. And that's when I started getting on Etsy and I was like, there are all these shops on Etsy that are selling digital downloads. And I'm like, why am I not doing this? And I started, <laughs> I 
started researching and I was like, okay, their designs are not any better than mine. And they're, you know, kind of the same basic format. Like there's an image and there's some text. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, I already have all of these made. Let me just upload them. And so I spent like no, like, two two full days of uploading to get as many i think i had like 230 items in my shop um so i spent two full days like setting the whole thing up and i'm like man this is either going to be the biggest waste of my time or, <laughs> or a new income stream and i was like well what's two days you know what i mean like it's not that big of a deal and so i put everything up and then like i have a little app on my phone and it was like ching and i was like <laughs> sale and someone bought my digital download and i had it set up to relist automatically and that was when i was like oh this is i'm on to something here because you don't have to do anything like with ebay amazon everything you still have to mess with it every single time like i'm unloading my car with new inventory right now and i've got to manually put in you know quantities of things and with etsy it just auto relists so you don't have to do all of that. And I was just yeah. like, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. So that's kind of, that led me down the road to exploring like digital downloads. That's so cool. Well, I like, I've done Etsy where it's, you upload the same design for merch, but then it goes with Printful and it ends up being a t-shirt. Like, you know, somebody buys yeah. it and, and Printful fulfills it. But I, for some reason, I don't know why I keep meaning to do printables and I keep not doing them <laughs> but yeah. so have you used just your regular t-shirt designs and then mm -hmm. you so how do you advertise that like do you say like what would be the use of that download uh i put i put basically the i just got a sale um i just put the, <laughs> i just put the um title of what the shirt would be and then i put png file um, digital download. Um, I try to make it very clear that it's a PNG file because um, some people want SVG files. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't convert them to SVG because I just don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I sell exclusively PNG files. Um, so I, I mean, honestly, I think they find it based on the the a title that they're typing in. Like right now, I think a lot of people are obsessed with Tiger King. So mm -hmm. if you are making digital downloads, if you just put all the Tiger King stuff in, people who are looking for Tiger King stuff will find the digital download. Um, and so I, I think about my customers as those people who have t-shirt machines and people who have decal oh. machines, um, you know, anyone who can make stickers or anything like that. Um, is essentially an, a digital download customer because these are the people with the tools who can buy um, your product to make more products for themselves. So um, like I know probably a handful of people in real life who have a t-shirt machine. Um, oh, okay. so I, I kind of just think about it like that. That's interesting. So I never thought about doing it like that. You're not worried about like copycats and stuff, I guess, because they couldn't they just upload it right to merch or upload it right to one oh, of the yeah, other platforms sure. and it just doesn't for matter. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like, you know, yeah. you, you can, I have like 3000 shirts up. I can't search every one of them every single right. day. And like, right. you know, I have a bestseller that people have tried to rip off and it's on the like front page when you type in a certain phrase. So I do protect that one because it's, mm -hmm. it makes me like $1,200 a year. So yeah, I don't yeah. really want to take that one. But for the most part, I mean, I try to be like, 
I just try not to worry about it because one time I was on AliExpress looking for products to import and I saw one of my designs on a shirt and I was like, what is that? Like, I know it. AliExpress. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Scratch. So I know that like, and I'm in, and you know, you see it and you're like, well, what am I going to do? Like, there's not, unfortunately, it's part of the digital download world that you have things stolen. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people on merch who get upset about the copycats, and it yeah. is, it's not fun, like, but yeah. you know, what am I gonna but do? But I guess, like, if it's a digital download, like, do you say that it can be used for commercial use, or how do you, yeah, deal so with that? In, in my listing, I specifically say in the listing that it's not for um use on pod sites, so like, I list oh, okay. pod sites, but you know, it's not gonna stop people who are stealing. Right. But it's just discourage them. Um, and I also say that is for um, personal use up to so many times. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of shops, like a one good way to learn how to write your terms is to just go to the best-selling shops on Etsy that do digital downloads and kind of pick what you like from, you know, their policies and write your own. Um, mm -hmm. I noticed that a lot of them say no uh, commercial use at all. So... Mm -hmm. They're, they're protecting their design like to where if, if I didn't have any terms on my listing, what is to stop like, say, um, Walmart or Target from buying something and then making a shirt with it? I've actually heard people had their merch shirts stolen by Target. I don't know if that was true, but I've heard that before. Um, who knows? So, who knows, yeah. But I do think that there's a lot of um, retailers who could take advantage of people who don't necessarily understand copyright. So. Mm -hmm. It's good to have some terms written in there um yeah and then you know the um the listing itself has the has the design and then i show it on a shirt so i have like a little mock-up that shows the design on a shirt so they can see what it looks like and it also has um you upload your design in the listing so once you do that and you post it it's on there forever like you don't have to send right. it to the customer which is awesome because yeah the less, the less you have to interact with customers the better <laughs> you know it's that is one really good benefit of digital downloads like as long as you explain how to do it and what it is then um it's less customer service, so. Yes, the only thing I have to deal with is people who buy the file and then they're like, this is not the right file type. Why did you sell me this? And I'm like, it says PNG on the listing. It yeah. says PNG in the title. It says, this is not for any other file type in the description. So like <laughs> when I ask for their refund, I'm like, I'm sorry, like, no, because you yeah. took, you have my design now. like. And so that's that's the only th negative part of it. But I think there's probably one in 50 who actually do that. And the rest are yeah. just, you know, you don't even you don't even really realize you've sold stuff unless you have your um, cha-ching sound turned on your phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked what's the app for that? What's the um, app for Etsy that makes it cha-ching? Sell on Etsy is the app. So there's the Etsy app that's just for shopping and then the uh, sell on Etsy. Um, and I think I've. I've got both on my phone. Um, I'm trying to see anything else I've got in my notes. Um, we got another question from Ashley. She's saying, when selling printable wall art on Etsy, what size do you design it and do you save it as a transparent background? Um, yeah, so I would save it as a transparent background, but I would also have a mock up that wasn't 
transparent for your listing. Um, like, for example, if you're selling wall art, you could have a fancy frame and then have it in the frame for your listing photo. And that way it's harder for them to steal it as well, because um, obviously you, you that would have a background and they can't just, you know, save it to their computer. Um, as far as the sizing goes, that that's kind of going to be one of those things that you have to look at the market and see what everyone else is doing. Um, sorry to give that answer because that's a cop-out answer, but that's really, <laughs> I mean, that's, you want to know what the standard is in that particular file type. Um, so like the standard t-shirt size, the standard um, wall art, um, some people sell card printables. So there's a lot of people who do that and then invitations. So just kind of see what is the standard in that size and go with that. Um, a lot of, the bigger the better i think with pixels because like then when they shrink it it looks better um so i, I see a lot of people selling like just printables so i even like workout printables i think is a cool thing to get yeah. into especially right now because everyone's freaking out because they're at home yeah have you tried any of those yet or not yet no i sh probably should <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm the same way it's like i have all these ideas i'm like oh i need to do this and that would yeah. be great and then it's like in reality it's like okay i got a KDP book up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, a great idea is just a great idea. So until yeah. you do something with it. Um, but a lot of people do. Uh, bullet journal is a good idea to cover mm -hmm. that. Um, and you can branch out. You can do bullet journal, but then you could do workouts, fit, uh, you know, money. A lot of people track their budgets. A lot of people do um, habit trackers. So there's like, if you already use something in your life there's probably a good chance that somebody else wants what you are doing especially if you've kind of created your own little system yeah yeah and if people have been doing kdp already if you've already taken the time to make a kdp interior you could take some of those pages and sell them as printables yeah. on etsy yes for sure um we could talk about pricing a little bit if you want to oh yeah that was that was actually gonna be one of my questions perfect yeah um so i price everything at 2.99 and mm -hmm. that kind of nets me about 220 i think after I, it has to get auto relisted so it's 20 cents to list it and it's 20 more cents when it sells because it gets relisted so each time it's 20 cents and then um there are etsy fees and obviously there's no shipping or anything but i think it's around 220 is what i get so um at 2.99 i feel like this the customer doesn't have to think about it very much yeah um, i was pricing at 1.99 and i was like that's too low because everyone else is selling theirs for more um there are actually some shops that sell everything for five dollars um, yeah you know it's a lot for a digital uh download but they they're, tend to be the higher quality artists um, and I think they know that. Um, one thing that I did when I first started was I just looked at everyone else's prices and I was like, how do I stack up against these people? Um, and so I, I went in the, in the middle kind of with $2.99. Um, I've seen, I think my highest, my highest price digital downloads $3.50. And that's actually my best seller, which is why I raised the price on it. Um, because you know, it's 50 more cents if you really like something. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm tending to go. Um, I might experiment with some other prices somewhere along the way. I think the highest I've sold anything for was like three ninety nine. Um, but the, the thing didn't sell as much. So I was like, well, what's the point? You know, sales at two ninety nine. So. Perfect. So many, so many good ideas. Do you think you'll do a Shopify store at, at some point or are you just stick with Etsy for now? I think I'm just gonna stick with Etsy for now. I just don't have time to learn. I know. <laughs> like, if 
Spotify and I would I don't even have anything on Redbubble or Zazzle or any of those other pod sites. So I really need mm -hmm. to watch your old videos so I can Aww. see what else is going on. Um, but I have mostly I'm gonna try to get my port the best of my portfolio I'm gonna try to get up on Etsy. That's really what I was doing. I was because Etsy customers are a different target market. They're mm -hmm. like mostly women, um, and they're mostly people who are like artsy things and they're creatives and um, really like they like to support small business. Like you could kind of if you get on the Etsy like website and just start poking around, you can kind of see what they are they are suggesting to customers. So I just try to fit in line with Etsy's brand whenever I'm uh, making my listings. Perfect. Well, these are all really good tips. Thank you so much. Um, but and I guess that kind of goes with it. Like, do you? How do you pick which t-shirt designs you're going to use? Do you mostly pick ones that you think will appeal to women, or or how do you decide? Yeah. Um, sometimes I base it off of what sold well for me on merch which is kind of like a double-edged sword because if I do that, then, you know, then everyone's probably going to see what I'm selling in my shop. And, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I, you know, you can see past things that worked and just use them. So it's really an easy way. Um, so if I have certain bestsellers on merch that aren't selling anymore, I might go pull some of those and put them on Etsy. Um, and then some designs that, um, are trending on Etsy, you can actually just go in the Etsy search bar and just start typing in things like, and you'll, you'll see what is selling. Um, and there's the coolest feature on Etsy for stalkers like me is that there is a place to see what, um, like if you go in a shop, um, it's possible to see their sales. So you can click on their sales if they don't have them hidden. I would say probably about 50-50 for people who show their sales and don't have them hidden. So if you want to take a look at what's selling for someone, um, you can just go browse shops and click on sold and kind of see what they are selling and get a good idea, you know, for what what are these people looking for? What is their target market? Like, I will say there's definitely a lot of, like, moms on Etsy. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely, um, like... A, a lot of people buy shirts every time their kid has a birthday. A lot of people buy shirts every time their kid has a, um, you know, like kindergarten, graduation, like everything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, photography stuff. Like people do family photos and shirts. So um, yeah, group group shirts. Do you sell PNGs like that where it's like a group? So like, um, I have not yet. Um, I have some. Um, I have one thing up on the shop right now that's like two or three files for one price and that is sold a couple of times. So I might try mm -hmm. to do some more of those to try to get the average um, average sale up. But I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is so, so neat. Do you, so for your store, do you niche down and pick like one, one niche or do you have like just everything in the store? Um, everything in the store. I, I have sections like shop sections so you can click on the section to see like a specific things like I have a lot of Alabama things up because I know like Bama fans are crazy <laughs> and they um, they actually buy a lot of like football gear so as long as you're not you know using a trademark or anything it's totally fun to put I mean the state of any state um, yeah and put a football on it or whatever um, a lot of people want to buy um, things that they can put on a you know, a mug or put on a sticker on the back of their car. So it just goes into thinking like, okay, I, even when I go out and, and look around, I always see what people have on and what they have, you know, on their car and anything that they're using and kind of be like, mm, this could, I could make that. Like, I feel like this is something that people would like. 
Yeah, that's a great way. Just seeing what's around. Let's take a moment to say hi to everybody. We got Jacqueline here, Laura, Burke, um, Bib Bibliophile asked, do you do all the designs yourself? Uh, yes, um, I know a lot of people who outsource and I think that's a great idea too. Um, I've tried a little bit of outsourcing, but by the time that I give the person directions and have to follow up with them and give them more directions and then correct what they did, I'm like, I could have just done this myself. So, um, <laughs> you know, it takes a long time to find a designer that you can work with. Um, I think it, you, you can, you can definitely do it though. You just have to do the trial and error thing of finding a good designer. Um, but I know, I think a lot of people use Upwork to find um, yeah. designers and Fiverr. So, but yeah, for me, I just do everything myself on PicMonkey. Um, so that's that's kind of the, it's a very basic program, but I mean, it's it's worked for me. So that's, and it's $7.99 a month. So it's not like breaking the bank or anything. If I yeah. don't do it. Um, that's a good one. Um, Ashley's saying too many ideas, not enough time. <laughs> For sure. Um, Teresa saying, do you find your sales are mostly text only or a graphic with text design? That's a great question. Um, mostly I sell things that are graphic with text. Um, seems like most people want both. Um, I do have a few that are just, just graphics. Um, and a few that are just text. So, but for the most part, the combination works the best. Um, when I'm trying to sell something to someone, I honestly like, how is this going to elicit an emotional response so that they click yeah. the buy yeah. button? Um, you know, and that, that ties into political things, um, causes, human rights, anything that people are arguing on Facebook about is what, you, you know, like, that's, that's such a good point. We should really talk about that. I love how your mind works. You're so entrepreneurial and think of all the right things. So that is so true. If, if someone's going to click by, like, it's probably because they had an emotional response yeah. to what you said. Yeah, that's kind of how I make my purchasing decisions as well. Like, I'm yeah off ebay this morning and i i think i was buying weights and i was like i'm gonna be so fit and i'm like looking by and it's like you're seeing the version of yourself that has this product you know and that's that's what makes people spend their money um is just how is this going to make my life better like why am i willing to trade my hard-earned dollars for this like so i think that's that like business psychology is really important to me because if you understand your customer and you understand how they think and what they want then you can make things again and again to sell to them because i repeat customers who come to my etsy shop and i'm like okay what is this lady thinking like what is she why is she <laughs> why is she buying this like so it's really i think it's a good good thing it's kind of overlooked i think it is overlooked. That's why I'm interested to talk about it more because first of all, how did you learn all that? Did you just, um, do you read books or do you have mentors or do you just learn as you go? Like how did, how did you figure um, that I, out? I've read a lot of business books. Um, like a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with like self-help books, like not too much self-help, but more like businessy self-help kind of books. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a four-year degree from in business, so I, I feel like that helped a little bit um, as far as, like, I kind of have a... I'm so curious to know if, what business degrees are like now, because I also took business, but I um, graduated in 05, and you graduated, what, like, 15? Uh, 16. 2016. Yeah. So, 10 years later, so... Uh, 
I mean, Facebook was literally being invented while yeah. I was in college. So they were not talking about Facebook. They were not talking about any kind of social media at all. I don't even think social media existed. Maybe yeah. Facebook was around, but I don't know. I don't think so yet. So it must be so different. Like, what do they talk about in, yeah. in college now? So I have a degree in business management and the focus is That's on- That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Business management. <laughs> 10 years makes a big difference though in that degree, I bet. It does, but I think the focus in mine was like entrepreneurship. They had an entrepreneur program and I didn't even want to go to college. I told my mom it was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and I, I kind of think college is good, but it's so expensive and people yeah. go in debt for it. And if you're going to do what I'm already doing, like there's really no, I mean, there's no point. Just go on Amazon and buy a bunch of business books. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the college thing where I'm at, I, I really felt like it was lacking in teaching like social media and things. I like, was wondering because I'm like, I feel like school is so behind whatever they teach. Like they're years behind. That's why it's so not helpful because it's like, yeah. like so behind. I mean, even though they update the books every year, I'm like, what are you yeah. updating it for? You didn't include anything relevant. <laughs> yeah, and like I hate to, you know, hate on old professors, but you have a person who doesn't even understand Facebook and Instagram teaching you a class about how to sell online. Like what that that's kind of stupid, but they're you know, and I those professors have really good old school knowledge about business fundamentals. And I think that's a good thing to learn from someone who's studied business for 30 years, but at the same time, like how do you run Instagram ads today? Like that's what I need yeah. to know. Like that's I what I was know. wondering. Like, do they yeah. include stuff like that now? Yeah. I guess no, not. No. They're, no, there's they. They got a long way to go, but they charge you like a lot of money. <laughs> so. Is yeah. so anyway. I don't even get me started. It makes me so mad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel I, like it's. It's kind of. I mean, my whole family is like academia. I have like professor, family members, so I don't want to speak like too badly yeah. about college, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still. I think it's good, but people spend a lot of money trying to go to fancy colleges. So just go to like a smaller school and pay less if you really are going to do it. Um, but I, I really like for, for me, the way I get my business knowledge is just go on Amazon and read the top business books that everyone else is reading. Like that's really the fastest way to get information. What am I, I'm reading a book of right now, the, um, the simple yeah, to wealth. Um, oh, let me write that down because I always do like a quote every morning from a book that I'm reading and yeah, I'm almost good. to the end of this book so I got to find a new one to do this one's good um, it's about investing in stocks and um, the the time that you invest is in like I'm 25 so any stock that I buy like right now like if I buy Walmart stock and just hold it it's gonna go up um you know it might go up and then down and then up and then down but over time it'll go up so that's and as long as the company's still around a lot of companies right. don't make it especially right now like there's so many companies going out of business that's so true. it is always a risk and again guys we're not financial advisors by any means but <laughs> yeah, don't buy don't um, buy stocks if you're <laughs> doing this because of me um, but yeah things always change so just like how you want to be diversified in um, your entrepreneur business, you also want to be diversified in stocks because sure. anything that can happen, <laughs> happens. Yes, like, including a pandemic out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, um, 
Look at Carnival Cruise stock right now. It's like eleven dollars. Look at Disney. I mean, who yeah. would have thought Disney would ever have a problem? But I'm yeah. pretty sure they're having a big problem yeah, right they now. Can't, they can't charge people at the Wazir to go to the park right now. So. I know. So yeah. yeah, you you can't ever think like, oh, it's definitely going to be like this. I mean, I learned that real early because. I went through the housing crisis. So I grew up oh, thinking yeah. like, oh yeah, houses always go up. Like I truly believed they always went up mm -hmm. because they had always gone up my yeah. whole life. I mean, I was so young, but my whole life. And then my parents, like I always heard like buying a house was a good investment. And I bought a condo and like a couple months later, it lost half its value. Wow. Like, yeah. And I was like, that can happen. Like I was so yeah. confused. I didn't understand that that could happen and nobody really knew that it could happen or nobody right. dared me that it could happen. So you just don't know. I mean, the stock market has always gone up, but it's only been around however long, yeah. a couple hundred years. You don't know if it will always go up. Just like you don't know with housing market, if it'll always go up. We haven't had inflation or anything. I mean, things are crazy right now. So yeah. we don't know. But it's good to learn all those things. You're doing all the right things. You're learning how to buy a house. You're learning about stocks. You're learning about a business. Um, the more things that you can know and do, if one thing does fall out and it's like, oh, wow, stocks really never came back, then it's like, well, that's okay because I have a house. I have this online business. Right. I have this and that. So just learning and preparing. And the compound interest thing, like even if the stock doesn't go up, like if you're still getting dividends, that's compounding. Mm -hmm. And same with like the printables and stuff like that. Yeah. It's compounding because you put yeah. it up for sale and it could sell your whole life. I mean, you don't know. You never know. Yeah. So Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about print on demand and, um, you know, digital stuff is like I have to put the work in one time. And then from then on, it's going to make hopefully make me money. So, you know, it's what else can you say that about? There's no job that you can show up to one day and then they pay you for the rest of your life. Like exactly, that's not, you know, it's not real. Um, but with digital content, like even my YouTube channel, it's not a big channel. I think I have like 5,000 subscribers, but it makes me like, I don't know, like a hundred dollars a month. Like exactly. It all adds up and it all keeps growing. Just like you said, like, um, I think we were talking beforehand about how like once you start having more subscribers, it just starts growing faster because it's yeah. like the more you have somehow it just keeps. Yeah. More and, people and it, find you and you get recommended to more people. I feel like, cause I, I was making a lot of merch by Amazon videos and people were coming to my channel specifically for that, but then they would learn about something else because they came to my channel for the merch stuff. So um, I think YouTube is a great thing. Everybody should make a channel. <laughs> I'm like, yes. kind of obsessed with it. I, I throw that in almost every show. I'm like, just start one <laughs> because it's, it, if nothing else, it's like a, such a fun thing to have like a, yeah. a, I don't know what you want to call it document or like a thing to yeah. remember your own journey yeah. by. I've, I've actually like I had a lot of good interactions with people because I have a channel because like if I'm a YouTuber and another YouTuber messages me, I'm a lot more likely to reply to them than some random person who doesn't contribute and like doesn't do anything like, you know, why do I want to give really good information away to somebody who's not also given information away. So that's kind of like I've, I've met a lot of resellers through YouTube and Instagram that have told me stuff that they don't tell their audience. Like, right. you, know, you can't tell everyone everything. Um, and I think that's, that's been a huge benefit. It's like an, it's an intangible benefit. Like you, yes. you know, you can't really 
put a put a finger on it, but it's there. Absolutely. Yep. It's such a great way to meet people. Do you also um, go to any kind of conferences or any kind of networking things? Okay, no, but I, like I told you earlier, <laughs> She's like, no, but. <laughs> I just watched your um, two-year anniversary show, and I heard you like talking a little bit about you had met people at conferences, and I'm like, why am I not doing this? I need more tax write-offs. Like, I need to do this. Like, I definitely um, recommend it. I mean, who knows? Like, now it's a whole new world. I don't know if there's yeah. even going to be conferences, um, but... It would be fun. <laughs> eventually, eventually it's got to happen. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I love it. I mean, it's such a great way to talk to people because when you've met someone face to face, it's a lot easier to feel like you know them, like for them too. Like they feel like they know yeah. you because you've actually talked in, in real life. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I need to go to like a meetup. The closest meetups probably for me would be Nashville. Um, cause I'm in, uh, like North Alabama. So there's not, we're not, they're not breaking down the doors here. Having I had one up. in Georgia. How far is that from you? It's not oh, far. That's a little bit. Yeah. I'll, uh, now, now you're in the group and everything. So when I, I was really good about meetups last year, this year I, w we did one in January and then we were kind of being slow with setting them up. And then now this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> on things. So. Yeah, we'll see if we get back into the groove of doing meetups. But um, that's cool, though, because I, I know a lot of people make business relationships at those, and like they really like sometimes even find business partners at those. That's what I did, Christina. I met Christina at my own meetup. Oh my yep. gosh, that's that's so exactly good. how we met Christina. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get out there and and give people a chance to meet you. Like, there's no way to meet you if you're not out somewhere. So almost everyone I've had on the show started at some point from me either meeting them or meeting someone that introduced me to them or something. I mean, now it's like I also reach out to like YouTube channels and things like that. But um, definitely in the beginning, I felt more comfortable if I had met the person because I was still insecure, you know, like trying to start a channel and you feel like nervous uh, messaging people. So I felt a little bit more confident if I had met them before. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, this is the awkwardness a little bit. I yeah. really that because I'm an I'm an introvert, like huge introvert. But I feel like I could get out of my comfort zone long enough to go to one of these things. And it is it's so interesting. I can't decide if I'm an introvert or an extrovert, and I think I'm a little bit of both yeah. because I don't mind talking to people at all. But by the end of the day, I'm like exhausted. Like it is so draining for me. And I think that's a sign of being an introvert. Like I must be trying harder than I think I'm trying because I'm so tired by the end of the day. And even with the meetups, like I'm so tired by the end. So I think I'm somewhere in the middle, but it, it's, it's fun to, I enjoy meeting people and, and getting to hear their stories. And the ideas are the biggest thing for me. Cause I'm like, this is such such an eye opener when you talk to someone and they think a different way than you and you're like, oh my gosh, like I never thought about it like that. And you come away from it with like a, a bigger perspective than you had before. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the difference of like reading the full book, like you're reading a whole book this person is writing versus like seeing a quote on Instagram. It's like you might really like the quote and be like, oh, wow, that'd be a great book. But if you read the whole book, you're going to get a lot more out of it. And I feel like that's the way to, like, you can kind of talk to people on Facebook. Like, you might say a sentence or two. But when you're meeting them in person, you're having a full conversation. And it's, like, so much different because then you're really learning more, um, connecting all the different dots of, like, oh, this is how they got from here to 
here and you know this is what they're doing now and yeah. um, it's so much easier than just one or two sentences on Facebook yeah, it definitely humanizes them more like mm -hmm. I, I have a lot of people that I've known on the internet for like years and I'm like I don't know if I'm ever gonna meet these people <laughs> <laughs> there's a few people like that like Joe Clay is like that for me where I've met him like uh, I've been on his show he's been on my show we've interacted th for years in different groups because he did FBA and I don't know so I've known him a long time but I've never actually met him in person I, but I think if I've done like a whole show with the person like even with you like I it's it's if it's almost the same like you at least feel like you've met them somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely gonna know you now like for sure like, and I didn't, know, I didn't know you like when you asked me to be on the show like I didn't yeah. know I didn't know about your group and now I'm in your group so like I mean I think it's, nothing bad can come of it like I really just like I'm impressed by everything that you guys do like the network and like the learning and I need to get I need to be better at that oh well thank you that's so nice of you um well I'm impressed by you so and and see year two I finally work up the courage to ask you to be on the show see yeah, I totally would have came on it two years ago I wouldn't have been as good I've gotten better at talking on camera it's very awkward when you first start out yes and that's another good thing to remind people like we all felt awkward when we first started with anything yeah, <laughs> youtube anything. <laughs> exactly you just don't know um okay we got another question melinda's saying maybe off topic but do you all know how most merchers file in terms of being independent contractor sole proprietor stimulus help for those who need it so many questions hmm i don't know what do you think i don't know if we should cover that or not we're definitely not tax advisors <laughs> but do you yeah, want to say your two cents I would say get an accountant. Yeah. That's probably my advice because they're going to know what's best for you in terms of what you're doing. It's hard to give advice when I can't see what all you're doing, but I file as self-employed and, um, you know, I, I pay a lot of, I feel like I pay a lot of taxes. Do you feel like you pay a lot of taxes? Like, I have yeah, we, we always owe money. So I always like when the stimulus check thing came out, I was like, yeah. I definitely don't know my direct deposit. Um, I don't even know if we're going to get it or not, but um, self-employed, you just have to, I, I, I don't really, I think, I think that we will get it, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath for it. Um, yeah. So. I think most people who are getting it already got it and I did not get it. So I'm like, eh. Um, yeah. But yeah, for that right I, I would try, my only tax advice is like try to pay quarterly something if you can. Um, because that, that will make it easier for you at the end of the tax period. Cause I pay in a little bit quarterly every quarter and it, it just definitely helps the psychology of it, um, of having to write one big check at the, um, at the tax time. Right. Um, yeah. That's taxes are no fun, but it, taxes, it's good if you have to pay cause it means you're making money. That's what my accountant told me. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly true. You're, you, it's always good to have to pay. <laughs> and it means that you got to take advantage of the money longer. Like when, when you get owed money back, it means that the government got to hold on to your money for a while. So. Very true. Very true. I have a lot of thoughts on taxes and I try to, I try to be smart about it, but I mean, you know, that's, it's, you just, you can't go around buying things you don't need just to offset your tax liability. Right. Right. Um, she, my accountant has many truisms of accounting, but she says don't spend a dollar to save 30 cents. 
if you don't need to. So I'll just try to keep that in mind whenever I like great little sound clip to remember. Yeah. Like don't spend a dollar to save 30 cents. I like that. Yeah. It's really true. In November, December is when I really start like I'm like, I need to buy some stuff to get all the prices. Like yeah. I'm in Walmart buying like garbage cans and like <laughs> This is, I need a shelf. This is for inventory storage. (laughs) Like, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Melinda, I would just, I mean, it it varies so much. I mean, we've got people from all over the world on the show. So we, it it varies by state. It varies by country. Um, don't take tax information off the internet from Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's almost better just to not even try to give advice on it because it's it's uh too too specialized there's too many scenarios too many exceptions too many different things that somebody could hear us say and take it the wrong way or like have it not apply to them so uh plenty of people do sole proprietor plenty of people uh do llc it really just depends and it also depends on how much you make i mean if it's like you know just a side business you only make a couple thousand a year or something then just stay a sole proprietor and don't worry about it but if it's like a, your main business and you're making your full-time income you know maybe think about doing an llc or or something like that um oh dina van dam thank you for being here and congratulations on your win i think you won one of the prizes last week um melinda's saying there's a portal to enter your information for the stimulus check thing i had some kind of error where it was just like we have no information or something like that so it it, and when i read to read more about it it, it's usually for people who don't qualify and i felt like we qualified but maybe we don't i don't know um i'm not sure but i think they were going off my 2018 taxes and that year I sold a condo and just there was a lot of stuff going on on the taxes. There was so many, <laughs> so much income from various sources and the yeah. rental income and, you know, so I, I may have made too much that year. I'm not sure, but yeah. we're going to file 2019 this weekend, I think, and see if maybe that would help. Hey, young. How are you? Did I win something? He always says that. And young always goes to our meetups. Oh, cool. cool. He doesn't actually. He just says he does. He oh. lives in California and most of the meetups have been on the East Coast. So it's like far for him. But he always is like, I had such a good time at the meetup. <laughs> so one time we one time we took a picture when we were at a conference. Christina and I took a picture and we had like a blank spot in the middle. So people were laughing at us like, do they really not want to stand near each other? And now with social distancing, it probably looks normal. But at the time, it did not look normal. We were standing like apart, took a picture, and then photoshopped Yong into the middle of it. And was like, oh, we had so much fun seeing Yong at the conference. <laughs> Well, that's cool. He's he's there with you in spirit. Exactly. <laughs> Have you met Young before or heard by him? Oh, no. I've not met any retailers. It's so it's so funny how it's like different communities where it's like sometimes there's overlap and sometimes there's not. Because yeah. Young's done FBA and eBay and merch and all those same things like you've done. But um, I need to go on more shows. I think people have invited me, and it, I've kind of been bad about like, well, we, you know, you have to get together and decide on what time. So I need to go on some more shows and just kind of talk to people. I need to yeah. have 
Well, just do the Calendly link like I did. It's made it so much easier because what you said about like setting up a time, I used to try to coordinate with each person and then sometimes they wouldn't be available. So then I'd have to remember to contact them again. And it was just like yeah. such a hassle. And then now ever since I use Calendly, it's so easy. I'm like, do you want to be on the show? Here's the link. And then if they sign up, they do. If they don't, they don't. Um, if they don't, I sometimes circle back if I, I'm running out of people or have more time, and then sometimes I don't. Is um, StreamYard, is that what we're using right now? Stream, um, yeah, StreamYard. Is that free or is that a paid thing? I'm on a paid version of it, but it is, they do have a free version, which I use the first few months. Um, the free version is perfectly fine. The only thing it doesn't do, it has like a little, um, instead of this Merch Money logo thing, it has a duck logo, but it's fine. I mean, it's, it's not intrusive yeah. at all. Um, but when you do the paid one, you can stream more than one place. So I have it streaming on Facebook and on YouTube and on like a Facebook page. So um, that's why I did the paid one, but it's totally fine if you don't do the paid one because I actually think we probably should just go back to the free one because it's wasting like $59 a month or something. Oh, and yeah, that's a yeah, lot. It's a I was thinking like 10 and 20, that's a lot for removing a logo. Yeah. Well, it's not just the logo. It's like the streaming multiple places, but it's like, because we're streaming multiple places now, not as many people are watching the YouTube channel. So it's made the YouTube channel grow slower. So I was thinking that if they were watching on Facebook, it would make the Facebook group and page grow faster, but it doesn't seem like it's doing that. Like we've had the, the exact same or maybe even less growth this year. So I, I probably will end up switching back to the free yeah. one and just, just stream yeah. to YouTube. Well, you've tried it this way. Now you can try it that exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That, I, I, okay. So I'm going to challenge myself to have a guest by what the end of what's, what's a good date for me to plan this. How about by the end of June, I've had someone come on my channel and do an interview. <laughs> Perfect. I love that challenge. See, this is how this is how uh, great entrepreneurs think. Like, just do it right now, quick. Yes, yes. <laughs> Instead I, of saying maybe one day I'll do this, it's like, you know what? I'm gonna try it right now. I, I'm really inspired by all of this because I want to invite people on, but then I'm like, well, what are we gonna talk about, and what am I gonna ask them? But we haven't really had any trouble coming up with anything to say. Like, it's just kind of a yeah. And and I I don't even know if I'm at my like. Like it, it does matter like your mood and how you like some, it's easier to do a show when you're like super energized. And for some reason today, I'm like, I don't know if I didn't sleep right last night or what. I'm not energized. So it's like, I hope, hopefully it's felt fine for you. <laughs> you're a great host. But um, yeah, but most of the time it's super easy where it's just like, but again, it's like, it, it might not be super easy the first time. Like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's easy to make a merch t-shirt now, but it wasn't easy the first time you did it. So, so just how, yeah. how, whatever happens, happens. And it, it should be, it should be fun. Maybe pick somebody that you already know a little bit or have had some kind of communication. Yeah. Um, I'll do that for sure. I don't know what we'll do it on, but I definitely want to start doing it more. I had this idea to interview people from my family one time and I've never, really, I really want to do it. Um, Cause I have a, a 
I have a lot of family members who work in like the banking and finance industry, and I'm like, well, talk. Nobody really hears that because they don't have they don't have a reason to have a YouTube channel. So like, I would like to put some of that information out there. Do it. I think that would be great. And anything that you want to learn about, like I always look for guests that I don't know what they know, because then it's like free training for me. Like <laughs> I get to ask them any question I want, and then I learn what they know. Like, the like I encourage everyone to do printables because you have nothing to lose. It doesn't, I mean, it costs 20 cents to put them up on Etsy. So right. you, know, you could stock a whole store for less than 10 bucks in your time. Um, so I think there's, there's definitely no, not really much downside to doing it. Yep. Oh, thank you. It's a great and informative conversation. And then um, Helen doesn't know this, but there are great backgrounds in StreamYard, but I do like the stop sign. <laughs> Patty, I do know it. I just don't use it. Um, doing more meetings now with Zoom, reunions, getting together. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Well, was there anything else? I can't believe we're already to the end hour. So was there any last things that you wanted to say or anything we didn't cover? Any advice you have for people? pull my notes real quick oh i know what i wanted to tell you guys really quick um the one when i was doing my research i was seeing how many designs people had up because i was like well what is a fully stocked digital store mm. um, so i realized like i would look at the amount of designs in a shop and then i would see their sales and i'm like this is there's a correlation obviously so the more that you put up the more designs you you can sell um so now i have like 238 up and i have 850 or 890 sales um so you know kind of think about like if you want to sell a thousand designs you need to have x amount of designs up because people can't you know if you only have 10 your market is much smaller right. and the way, the way that people find you is typing in these phrases so if you have a thousand phrases up you have a thousand chances to be found so it's not like with Merge by Amazon where it's just one shirt. Like you have an actual, you know, you kind of have more of a personality in a store. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I stopped branding everything under one brand for Merch by Amazon because of the people who would come on and, you know. Um, but with Etsy, I mean, you kind of you kind of have to have some kind of personality to your shop. And so I feel like the more you have up, the more you're showing yourself on the platform. So just kind of think about that when you're when you're building your store. Um, but that's my advice is just to kind of have as many as possible. I know it's a lot of work to upload them, but I think I can probably get them uploaded now about five minutes per design. So if I was really diligent, I would probably spend an hour a day just, you know, doing uploads. Awesome. Well, you have been so helpful today. So fun to talk to. I'm so glad I finally got to meet you. And um, anybody watching, like, I followed Hella Bella for like two or three years ago, and then I'm finally talking to her. So it's the same with you guys. Like if you watch this show, who knows? In a couple of years, you might be like talking to us in person and, and inviting us on your show. You could start a show right now and and yeah. uh, invite us to be guests in a, in a few months or whatever you want. Um, so just keep growing, keep learning, keep talking to people. Um, it's just a fun, fun journey. For sure. Well, thanks for having me on. I really had a fun time. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. Well, thank you. Uh, we really had a great time too. And thank you so much. And so glad that you're in the group. So guys, if you have any questions, just feel free to comment on this video 
or um, you can post in the Facebook group and, and either one of us will be able to answer. So. I would, I would uh, love to answer questions. There's always stuff you think of after the fact. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much and we'll uh, see, you, see you around, see you in the Facebook group. <laughs> All right, bye. bye everybody. See you later.